Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. Hailing frequencies open, you've tapped into Trek FM's Hyper Channel. I'm Chris, publisher of Trek FM, and this is where we talk about what's happening in the world of Star Trek news. In this episode for February 8th, 2016, we play on the bridge. And we're able to do this, at least in spirit, thanks to David Weiberg, a father who built his 8-year-old son a detailed playset of the Enterprise 1701 bridge using the actual blueprints. This is a really cool story that I saw in StarTrek.com, and then I clicked through to Instructables.com to see the full details of the project, and it's really pretty amazing. In the StarTrek.com piece, they show a couple of photos, but in the Instructables piece, Weiberg outlines the 21-step process of going from basic wood to a miniature bridge complete with crew. Now, he didn't make the crew, those appear to be action figures, and that gives you some idea of the scale of this playset because they are, well, they might be a little bit tall, but they fit in there, so you can get an idea of the size here. But the rest of the stuff is a display of true dedication and love for both Star Trek and his son. So let's walk through the steps, but before we do the steps, I want to read the introduction that Weiberg put on his piece on Instructables.com. He says, this project started when I found my old Star Trek TOS Playmates figures. I gave them to my eight-year-old son, who had become a fan of the old show. He began building simple cardboard play pieces. Inspired by the clean wooden design of some of his other toys, I set out to design and create a modular playset that he could use to assemble various rooms aboard the USS Enterprise. I wanted a set that I could break down and store easily. I tried to use scrap materials where I could. The bridge was the biggest challenge, so I started there. So actually, he's done more than just the bridge. The bridge is what we're talking about today, and the bridge is what got the attention on StarTrek.com. But, wow, he's really thinking about the whole ship. It's really, really cool. Here are the materials that he used, by the way. He used 2x4 and 2x6 pine, half-inch MDF, 1/8-inch PVC sheet, Flexstone Texture Spray, Filler Putty, SEM High Builder Primer, Epoxy Sculpt RTV Silicone, Model Cast Urethane Resin, Bare Latex Paint, Photoprint Paper, and Poly Acrylic Spray. Now, the steps that he used, there are 21 of them, and I have to say that, at least in my browser, I can't get this website to show me steps 19 through 21. Step 18 has a movie as part of it, and I don't know if maybe that's throwing off the site and the code, or it's probably just my browser, so when you go, you might see it. But I'll tell you the 18 steps that I can see. Step 1 is cutting build stock. So he's taking the wood that I mentioned in the list there, and he breaks it down. He breaks down the angles of the control consoles. He creates three basic profile shapes, And then he uses a table saw and he builds the consoles. Step two is the deck. So he makes the the deck, the circular deck, out of plywood. And it's kind of interesting, actually, because we've seen all those photos of Axanar building their bridge set and starting with the wood. And it's kind of like that, but on a miniature scale. Step three are the consoles. And check out the photo. The photo is really cool on Instructables.com. 
where you can see it's just the raw wood, but you can see how he's cut it into the shape of the consoles, and then he's put those around the bridge. Step four is the captain's chair. So you know Trip Tucker is going to be excited about this. I think Weiberg here built his son the best captain's chair that any captain could ever have. I just wonder if he put a cup holder on it. All right, step five, the main view screen. Step six, checking the alignments. Step seven, filler and texture. Really cool shots here of the captain's chair sitting in the middle of the bridge, and you can get an idea of the scale from there as well. He used the flex stone on the floor. He says because the original set was carpet, he used this to give it a nice texture when you paint over it so that it maybe looks a little bit like carpet. Step eight are the railings, and he's got those painted in the nice orange and black of the original bridge. Step nine is the primer, which he's put on the wood, coating everything with that. And then he sands it and recoats it to minimize some of the grain. Step 10 are the chairs. And he says he used styrene to make the crew chairs, and he added padding to the captain's chair and the crew chairs with epoxy putty. Again, no mention if he put a cup holder on the captain's chair. All right, step 11 is casting multiples. So once he gets one of these chairs done, then he makes many of them. And you really have to go see these chairs with the little pads on them. It's so cool. Step 12, painting everything. Step 13 is client review. And there's a photo of his son checking out the bridge and, you know, making sure everything is in the right place. Step 14 are the graphics. He says, after doing research, fortunately, there was quite a bit of it out there. I then laid out graphics in Photoshop. This took a lot longer than I thought it would. I printed them on photo paper. I found that the gloss paper held the color best when clear coated. So that's what he used. And in the photo, he shows all the sheets that came off the printer. Step 15, placing details. This is where he actually puts all the stuff that he's designed and printed onto the painted wooden panels and consoles. He says, I cut the detailed pieces out from the prints and glued them onto the painted forms. That's when the whole thing really came together. After some testing, I found that Elmer's white glue secured the best and didn't alter the print. Of course, that's really important if you've ever done any crafting like this. You know how the glue can sometimes mess up the results for you. Finally, I sprayed the parts with clear polyacrylic to seal the piece. I used gloss to give it a toy-like finish. Step 16, assembly. They put all the pieces together. They had slots, and so they dropped everything into place. And step 17, finally. Once it was all assembled, it really looked like the bridge. The little fudges I made to accommodate the weird figure proportions were hardly noticeable. And you can see some photos of this on there as well. Step 18, and this is the last step that I can actually see on the page here, playtime. So they've got the action figures in. And, you know, I, I said at first that they're maybe a little bit tall, but actually maybe not. Now that I look at the photo again, the scale seems pretty accurate. So, yeah, I mean, wonderful job here. And... Again, he says the modular nature led my son to almost immediately create a multi-deck configuration. And there is a photo here of like a multi-deck bridge, which is pretty cool. And then his son has already asked him how soon he will get the rest of the ship. 
So I think Weiberg has spoiled his son here a little bit, but wow, I mean, that's just fantastic. There is an MOV movie file here on the side. I haven't tried to play it, but it's for step 18. So I think it shows his son playing on the bridge. And then steps 19, 20, and 21, I don't know what those are. You know, maybe they were placeholders and there is nothing else after that. Or maybe there's some more refinement that he did. I'm not really positive about that. But anyway, wow, right? I mean, just wow. We just launched our new show, Saturday Morning Trek, on the network this weekend, which is about the animated series, but it's also about the toys and collectibles of the 1970s. And as someone who grew up in the 1970s, and who had playsets for Star Wars and other things like this, this project right here really struck a chord with me. And and again, I did say Star Wars there on purpose. I did not have Star Trek playsets, unfortunately. I did have Star Wars ones. But yeah, I mean, this story caught my eye, and I was kind of in the mood because of us launching the show. And then I looked through everything that Weiberg did here, and I just thought, wow, what a great dad. Really cool story. So head over to Instructables and check out all of the photos that Weiberg has shared that show the process step by step. And also check out that video. I'll put a link in the show notes to the page that shows all the steps together. Because unfortunately, this is one of those sites that clutters things up with ads to the point where you can't figure out what to look at. And even when you figure it out, there's a button in the middle of a bunch of stuff called next that you have to find and click to get to the next one. Or you can view as all steps. So viewing as all steps is the way to go. And go take a look and let me know what you think. The best place to do that is in the Babel Conference, our listeners group on Facebook. Just type Babel into the search field, that's B-A-B-E-L, and it will come right on up. If you're not a member yet, you'll need to click join. It is a closed group, but we'll let you right on in. I know not everyone is on Facebook, so if you'd like to hit me up on Twitter, you can do that. My personal username is C. Brian Jones, letter C and Brian with a Y. That's also my name on Facebook and pretty much everywhere. The username for the network is TrekFM, and that's our username all over the place. You can also send a message through our contact form at trek.fm contact. Choose to send to a show and choose Hyperchannel, and that'll come to me by email. Or you can send me a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash trekfm. Also, be sure to check out our 50th anniversary rewatch show. We're now on day 39 as this Hyperchannel drops. Plus, check out all of our other great shows, including Saturday Morning Trek, which I just mentioned a moment ago. In the second episode of that, we put two of them out on launch day. Aaron Harvey and Darren Moser have an interview with none other than Walter Koenig, talking about the animated series and also a story that he pitched for The Next Generation that didn't get made, but really interesting stuff right from the source right there. One of the original TOS cast members. You can sample that and all of our other shows through the Trek FM Master Feed, which you can find pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Plus, you can get all of these as individual feeds as well. And you'll find them in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Windows Phone. Go to our website and stream there or download the MP3 files. So many ways for you to get the shows. And I know you're going to enjoy those. And if you do enjoy them, please consider helping us keep it all going. We are a listener-supported network, and we do need your help to keep the network going. Without your support, the network will end up going away because it's a little bit too much for us all to handle personally at this point. The way our listeners support us is through Patreon at patreon.com slash trekfm. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash trekfm. We have all the details there, including perks, our exclusive website, Patron Zone, which is available just to patrons, Also, how you can become an associate producer, take part in the Patrons Roundtable and talk Trek with us on mic, 
that goes into the master feed so everyone can hear it. Lots of stuff for you over there. And thank you so much to everyone who is supporting us right now. Again, you'll find all of that at patreon.com slash trekfm. Well, thanks so much for tuning in today, everyone. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you had a good Super Bowl party. If you're over there in the U.S., I was only able to listen to the Super Bowl on the radio over here in Japan. But I hope you enjoyed it and you're ready for another week to start. So I'll be back tomorrow with another story for you. Until then, go watch some Trek. Trek.